So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. And welcome, everyone. This is O.L. and Sway. Hey, hey, hey. This is episode five. Episode cinco. And today we're going to be talking about um, breakdowns in communication. This is especially critical for married preneurs. Oh, yes. Like, where do we begin? Uh, maybe we should just dive right on, in on Let's the big issue. Mm-hmm. The big issue of communication. We know whether, I mean, you're in business or not, communication is like... Good communication <laughs> is a pillar for any level of success. It has to be in your relationship, right? But yes. then you add business to running, like running a business on top of all of that. I mean, I don't even know how else to say how important it is to make sure that we are on the same page as married entrepreneurs, especially. Absolutely. And, you know, managing a family, um, being married in and of itself mm. has its own challenges yes, come on. Um, and its own demands but mm-hmm. uh, when you throw business into the mix um, it just makes that even more uh, complicated and so you want to make sure that you are if nothing else if you can if we can all learn to grease the will of communication grease it just makes it. everything um, move a lot smoother and go a lot faster mm-hmm. and be more effective yeah so that's the issue right that we're, that we're confronting today. Now, when we talk about the promise, we always want to let you all know what you can expect to walk away with after we've had this short little chat time. And I would say the main thing, and you can let me know uh, your thoughts if you want to add to it, but I would say the main thing that you can expect to walk uh, walk away with today after this episode is just a clearer understanding of um, practical steps. You know, I'm all about being very practical. Okay, so what does that really mean to be um, communicating in a healthy way, right? Mm-hmm. Versus just communicating, like, what does that actually mean? So we want to just dive in on some of our personal stories. I can say one thing, when we first, before we got married, we were going... Well, let me add something to that promise real quick. Oh, okay, cool. I think also you can expect to walk away with knowing how to recognize um, when the breakdown starts to first break down, um, mm-hmm. if that's indeed what it is. So mm-hmm. really help you identify the patterns and the things that yeah. lead up to uh, communication breakdown. That's good, husband. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I was going to dive into, before we got married, we were going to our premarital counseling yes. sessions. Um, that was such a healthy thing. Yeah, it really taught us a lot about um, just how to... Framework I, that she put in place. Yeah, framework. I think I learned mostly how to listen better and more effectively. Really? Yeah. Believe really? it or not. I never heard, you never told that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I learned how to listen... Yes, as well, but um, also just a healthy framework for communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, the listening, of course, is like the biggest part of it, right? As well as speaking. I didn't have an issue with sharing my feelings. Um, but I, I think us going through that together um, was a huge, a huge thing. I remember one of the sessions we went to, she was explaining how she does or how she ran her sessions. And she was like, okay, whenever I ask a question... 
um, concerning the both of you. I'm going to speak to the man first. We're going to do this in a, in a type of order. And then I'm going to come to you so you can reply to that based on, depending on what she was talking about. But usually if it was like just about us, she would come to you first. And then one time... I wanted to say something so bad. It was just burning inside. <laughs> and I was like, can I? And she's like, mm-mm. And I was like, mm. And so <laughs> it was like on the spot training of like allowing you to finish your thought, like get your thought out and um, and really hear what you had to say. And, and that was difficult in that moment because I was so passionate. I was so accustomed to just saying what I wanted to say when I wanted to say it. And mm-hmm. not having to control it, even if somebody else was controlling it. Like, she was like, mm-mm, wait. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, she definitely gave structure to the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that really helped us out. I didn't... I think it helped us not to step on each other's toes when we talk, as so many people do. Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah. that, you know, not clipping off a person's uh, point before they finish it, etc. I'm still working on that, though. I, I think I may need to have another session with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead... Um, on to what we wanted to share, just the practical steps that we have been implementing. I'm not going to say implement it because it's not perfect, but we have, we have implemented it, but it's... Absolutely. Uh, no, no, no. It's like just a work in progress, right? Yes. Yeah. So the first thing you want to go over with Yes, them. I would think um, something it's I've mistake. noticed. Say, yeah, these mistakes. Like these are things mistakes. I think that trigger a break, uh, breakdowns in communication. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and let me say that sometimes the breakdown in communication can be... Um, not just uh, the breakdown in terms of um, the words or the lack thereof that may be spoken or not spoken, but really it is the emotional side. I think sometimes mm-hmm. people um, withdraw from the conversation, even though they're physically present, and that in and mm-hmm. of itself was a breakdown of communication. Yeah, but to begin, um, one thing I noticed is uh, making assumptions. Yeah. I think when we make assumptions, and that could go, a multiplicity of ways. Either one, you're making an assumption that the person understood what you said. That's one way to make a, a assumption. Mm-hmm. The other way to make an assumption is that you understand what <laughs> they were saying. In right. any event, uh, we never want to take for granted that we understand uh, precisely what the person said. And a practice that I found that can counteract that, that is not always easy, is to ask the other person. Oh my goodness, you do that so well. If I am understanding you correctly, are you saying? Because the worst thing you can do is build is to is to take what they said, craft a response, right. and build an emotion around it. Right. Because then you become more committed to right. it. Right. No matter what. And the more com- the worst thing to do is to be committed to a misunderstanding. That's crazy. But how often do we do that? Do you have any examples of, um, I don't know, if you want to share assumptions or you just doing what you just said and you do that quite often with me, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I made, um, I, I think I make assumptions from time to time, absolutely. And um, gosh, where do we start? <laughs> um, something simple. I'm trying to think because mm-hmm. this. I, I feel like this just happened recently. I'm sure it happens all the time with us. I don't know if it was but, something around breakfast or something and I thought that you meant one thing and you meant something yeah. else and I it's funny because if it happens more times than not mm-hmm. it's, it's, it seems to be harder to recall mm-hmm. yeah well I would say this though I remember when you first started asking me this whenever I wanted to like share something I'm saying and you're like so if I'm understanding you correctly what you're saying is I'm like are you why are you repeating everything I say 
<laughs> not realizing that's like a mode of healthy communication. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude, he's playing game. You're trying to be facetious. You're like, you see, I'm like passionate about this. And you're like, so if I'm hearing you correctly, I'm like, what? Man, okay, man, all right, whatever, sure. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And so, but then there came some times when you said that and you weren't repeating what I said. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. And there you have the benefit right. <laughs> of, of the okay. exercise. Right, I'm like, if I'm oh, understanding you if correctly. I'm understanding you correctly. So as the phone rings in the background. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, that is when I was like, oh, yeah, that's why he did that, or that's why he does that. And I could appreciate it because I was like, yeah, you really thought I was saying this, but I wasn't saying that at all. You you know, I was saying this. And then you were like, oh, and then it made sense. So assumptions are not to assume, right? Exactly. Not to assume. Um, the next thing that I would go over, I would definitely um, say that has been a big thing that I'm not going to say I'm totally out of the woods with this one. I'm always checking myself. With it, and I realize when I'm checking myself that I'm still in the woods a little bit because I realize I'm doing it not as much as I was before. I'm more aware of it, but this one thing is, is staying in my head. And you mentioned it's kind of like a I think it's a real clean sub um, segue from making assumptions to going here. But staying in my head is is a little more detailed. I mean, it's a little more in depth. I would say it's like mm-hmm. you know, you having a convert we ha- us having a conversation, maybe like a heated, passionate discussion, right? Mm-hmm. And then. You know, like when you like, <laughs> you really go into a conversation with somebody or going back and forth and then you walk away and then like later that night you're like, oh, if I was thinking, I should have said, man, how come I didn't say, yeah. and another thing, you know, and you're like going off in your head type of thing. Well, it's called retro arguing. In retro. Okay. So <laughs> Self- I think retro arguing. this is like, this is kind of like that, but not really, but it's in your head. Right. And so say you say something to me and you're real passionate about it and I say something back to you, right? And then maybe we, you know, you go do what you're doing. I need to go do what I'm doing. And then I, I'm like getting all upset about it again. You know how you can like get upset again, even if yes. like you're not there. You can the re-get person. upset. You can re-get <laughs> upset and you kind of calm down, but then you like walk away and then your mind just starts going like you replay the conversation and then you're like waiting, you know, you're going to see each other again and you're talking whatever about whatever, but... I've had it, I've, I remember many times when I would have conversations in my head based on that place, based on that state of mm-hmm. mind. It's not a good thing because then I go into, like you said earlier, making assumptions. However, it went a step further. I would make assumptions to what you would say to what I was thinking and then I would respond to what I assumed you were going to say to me, right? Yes. So it like goes one step further, which is like, even more crazy like this so toxic and so um (laughs) and then when we actually meet up together when we see each other right and you say something to me and I automatically start I'm in that state right in my mind because it's so real to me the mind is such a powerful thing it's such a powerful machine and so it's so real to me that thing is so real and you just say one simple thing maybe nothing even having to do with what I'm having this conversation I'm like full-blown conversation in my head do you hear me Mm -hmm. and then you say something when we see each other again, and I just respond as if you were in my head. Mm. And then you're like, what, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, and then, then you realize, oh, that was all in my head, right? And you have to really bring yourself in. So, well, hopefully you bring yourself in. <laughs> right. I've learned to bring myself in, thankfully. Um, but my goal is not to even go there, like go out there so I don't have to bring myself in from there. So that's what I'm working on now is just to really be present in the moment. And so I would say that's one of, I would say a pretty common 
mistake amongst married entrepreneurs and it could be even crazier you know not just in your relationship but then you're talking about business and you start assuming and not just with each other but other people because if you do it if you do one way if you have one characteristic with your spouse or act one way you know um I just believe you know you're the same person so you're the same person even in another relationship with you know a sister or a brother or, or, or a customer you know if you're having these assumptions in in one relationship, you're going to take assumptions. That same, I was going to say skill set, but it's not a, I mean, it's not a skill. I mean, it's more like a bad habit. It's a bad habit. (laughs) Yeah, there is. So taking that bad habit, you know, you're going to take it to every part of your life. You don't, you can't compartmentalize a bad habit. It's a bad habit. Yep. It'll leak into other areas. Yes. So that's the second thing. Yes. And so the third thing, we said, we're going to talk about keeping the main thing. Yes. Keep it the main thing, the main thing. Now this is interesting because this is, um, main thing, the main thing. A sure. bad habit uh, <laughs> that I have, and that is what? when you get into a discussion. When we get into a discussion, whatever was the matter, there's <laughs> like this little squirrel that runs across our mind and then distracts us and takes us down a different path. So now we're no longer talking about the priority, but we're talking about one of the like peripheral issues, and so right. it could be. We're talking about a situation, but then the conversation could become about the way mm-hmm. you said something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we start talking about, well, the way you say it. And when you right. say it that way, and we're no longer talking about the actual matter or right. the original matter. Right. Now we've drifted into another conversation about communication, right. not even about the original Man. issue at hand. Man, and we can go so deep into that thing. And then you start talking about communication. You talking about well, you said it this way, and well, and then you're like, well, no, I said it this way because the last conversation, you're like, I didn't say that in the last conversation. The last conversation, I said this. No, no, remember you. And then it's like three stories down. And then those two lethal words. You never. You always. You never. Or you never. That's it. What do you call those? Um, like. Forget there's a word for it, like extreme. Absolutes. Absolutes. There you go. Making absolute statements. Yeah, we can do a whole episode just on absolutes. We will. We will. We'll get we back will. to it. Yeah, so we're talking about the main thing. I remember one time we were sitting in the car. I don't know if we were married or not. If we were, if we were newly, newly married. And I was coming to you with something that I didn't like or like, I don't understand this or da, 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 whatever. And then you were talking in the back, and you know, and at the time, in those days, you didn't really, you kind of held your feelings in. Um, so when you did let your feelings out, it was like everything came out. I'm like, what? You Why? You've been feeling this way for how long? About that's called what? the avalanche. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode too. So yeah. that was one of those avalanches that you just let out on me in the car. And I'm like trying to come up for air and swim through it all. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm coming to ask you. I thought we were talking about like what is the main focus? Like what we're on the same team. So what is our focus for this for this passionate exchange of words yes <laughs> right so what what, what do we want to get to what, what is the outcome right and so my thing was I was trying to get an understanding about something I don't even recall what it was but I do remember this whatever I was trying to get we were both actually trying to get an understanding about we're both very passionate about it on opposite ends of the spectrum but very passionate and I remember you saying something like because last time you and then you went you threw something out like I mean you like threw it out at me as, and I caught it, it was something that had nothing to do with whatever we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I caught that thing and I was like, wait a minute. Well, that's not true because da, 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 whatever I was talking about. Then I was like, wait, 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 wait. This is not, like, why are we even talking about this? We need to focus on what we, we can get to that. that that's not, 
Like, that's not a small thing because if it matters to you, it's big. So we can get to that, but let's handle one thing at a time. And I think in these heated conversations, it's easy to hop all over the place and start bringing up all these things that you've been, anybody could be holding in. Sure. Um, and that's a whole nother <laughs> right. discussion. Um, but, you know, when you're dealing with the topic, let's let's stick to the topic. Right. And then what I've learned to do, I've, I hope to do it, I hope I'm doing it as well as I think I'm doing it. But right. like write things down or remember, like put it in my phone when I'm thinking about, oh, I want to say this, but this has nothing to do with that. But I want to remind him that this is, you know, something that happened that I want to make sure we address it or whatever. Um, but my goal is not to bring it up at that moment because I know then we'll just, it'll be squirrel and then we run across and go yep. do something else. And then another squirrel and then we'll just be running and chasing squirrels and never get to the main thing. So that's good. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, so let's, take another relook or recap at yeah. these points. Yes. Number one, we talked about, and these are patterns, by the way, patterns. folks, that you can listen for, yeah. um, watch for, patterns. either if you're doing it or if you're noticing your spouse is doing it or if the conversation is drifting in this way, notice these patterns. Number one, right. the making of assumptions. Mm. Assumptions always are a part of a breakdown of miscommunication. So mm-hmm. that is built into miscommunication yes, or breakdown, yes. communication breakdown. Yes. The second one is... I said staying in your head. Staying in your head. Having a conversation with your spouse... That they weren't invited to. That they weren't invited <laughs> to in your head and then taking it a step further, responding to them in real life as if they were in your head. Yes. I can attest to doing it's that. It's like I'm phantom like, shadow boxing <laughs> arguing. Yep. Right. Exactly. Crazy. Yep. I've done that and before. then thirdly and finally is... Keeping the main thing the main thing, not allowing those squirrels to run across the conversation and get you two off track, but actually finish the discussion mm-hmm. about the original subject right. before you decide to pick up a peripheral issue. Right. So, um, yeah. I'll say a bonus. Though. I wanted to give a bonus. Let's do it. Um, that bonus is, it's the big F word. It's the word that many don't want to talk about because um, it requires us to <laughs> to humble ourselves mm-hmm. and that f word is to forgive and not just to forgive but to be quick to forgive and even quicker to ask for forgiveness yes that oh my goodness even if you don't feel like it but just knowing it's the right thing starting off in that area like that has helped us a great deal just to okay let's just get on the same page i'm sorry i did not mean to do that that was not my intent and you keep it moving you know the biggest opposition to forgiveness is not about the right or the wrong of it, I've noticed. The biggest opposition to forgiveness is pride and ego. Mm. Um, Because I've known situations, won't get into that now, where Mm. the person knew that they were wrong and they still wouldn't go for, Mm. um, go to ask their spouse for forgiveness. Mm. But in, in like manner, I've learned that it's always good to have, uh, I forgive you, already preloaded and ready to go and watch this, even if they don't ask for forgiveness. Now, you can bring it to their attention because bringing it to somebody's attention and saying, I forgive you, are two different things. Mm-hmm. You know what? And you're so good at that. I just want to say that. I, really I, I want to say that. that on record, y'all. <laughs> Put that on wax. Put that on wax. Are we, are we waxing? <laughs> no. Wicked, wicked, wicked. And you're back, go back to your DJ days. But right. no, you're like amazing at that. You make me want to be better um, with just being more aware and being more open, being more forgiving and like just truly walking in that and reminding, reminding myself of the mercy that I'm given every day 
and um, being able to really be a reflection of that same mercy in the lives of others. And more importantly, my husband, my spouse. So, on that note... On that note, we... um <laughs> uh, give me some sugar, sugar. <laughs> we you. out here. All right, you guys. Right. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace oh, if you want iTunes, make sure you rate this and like it. Well, we're not on Facebook, right? So yeah, <laughs> you if can you're just rate it and then give us some feedback. Um, give us, leave us something a note. We'll read it, and um, that would be great because then other people can find out about it as well. Write, review, subscribe. There Peace. You go, that too. All right. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married L as in lifequickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.